Excellent Movie Adventures! With me! Dang it. You ruined it again. <laughs> Thomas, here with Pickle. Hello. And Zachariathy. There you go. You got it right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to call you Zach and then um, the first one, then I waited and I was like, a thief. <laughs> I should have said a thief. <laughs> That's all right. So, what did you guys watch this week? Did you watch anything good? I did. Did not watch nothing. You didn't? You no, pulled the Tom. <laughs> I so flipping busy at work. Mm. I ended up watching four movies this week Ooh. in total. Yeah, so the one we're supposed to watch plus three others. You pulled um, a me. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> we're all to watch movies. movies. <laughs> um, so I watched two really old, pretty awesome kung fu movies. Yeah. That I do not regret watching at all. They are so amazing. <laughs> Uh, they're also both on Netflix. You can't do so, both kung fu movies. So people who might want to check them out, I'm just saying they could. Yeah. They're not for everybody, right? They're one. They're old. Is it which, the ones where they the dubbed speak over English ones? and then oh, the yeah. mouth keeps they're going? They're definitely dubbed because okay. they're Chinese films, you know, and they're old. So they're they're dubbed. Some of the voices are really bad. <laughs> so they're both starring oh, Jackie you Chan. Say you cannot take my kung fu, huh? <laughs> nah, no, Jackie Chan wasn't in any of them. Um, so I watched the five. So. I've seen one of these movies before. Okay. And I remember it being called The Five Deadly Venoms. Hmm. I remember it really vividly because that's how they refer to them in the movie. Yeah. And I remember seeing like the box art cover that said that. But on Netflix, it's called just The Five Venoms. Hmm. But I looked it up online and it's online as The Five Deadly, Ven- Deadly Venoms. So huh. I don't know where the disconnect is there, but somehow it got renamed for Netflix yeah. with like thumbnail art that just says The Five Venoms. It's not like the huh. picture says something different than what yeah. the title is, you know? It's totally different, so I don't know. Hmm. But anyway, um, basically these guys, this old kung fu master trains these five pupils at different time periods. Some yeah. of them overlap and some don't in the five deadly venoms of kung fu. So one is the toad, one, and he's like, his skin is like impenetrable. Like, you can't stab him, you can't hurt him. I don't think of a toad as impenetrable. I generally don't either, but they have, like, you know, maybe the poison like skin. Tough skin or something. Yeah. Tough skin. I don't know. So one of them is a toad, and it shows, like, a training sequence, and they're all wearing, like, kabuki masks, you mm-hmm. know? And he's, like, just getting stabbed by stuff, and stuff's just breaking on him. Pretty cool. <laughs> uh, one of them is the snake, and his fights in the movie are hilarious. So one hand is the head and the other hand is the tail. <laughs> so he's always standing like basically like this. Yeah. And he'll like go to attack someone and be like, and like the person who he's attacking, they'll be like, like their head follows like, like the, the snake the, as it yeah. moves. And it like strikes and then it like smack him with the tail or whatever. <laughs> but still cool. It has yeah. cool style for like the fight scenes. One of them is the centipede, and it's just because he's really fast, and centipedes have, like, tons of legs. And it shows him, like, sliding on his back along the floor. He's, like, using his legs to, like, push himself along the floor, and he's just, like, hitting these pieces of wood on both sides and just breaking them all. And then one is the scorpion, and he does, like, these crazy kicks, and, like, he'll grab someone with, like, his hands or the claws, and then his feet are supposed to be, like, the stinger kind of thing. Um, And that's five, right? Did I say all five? I think so. So I was looking it up. Um, IMDb has a five deadly venoms. Yeah. So the snake one reminds snake, me of that. Snake, toad, centipede, scorpion. I'm missing one. I can't remember what it is. The mongoose. No, it's some kind of 
Man, now I can't remember. That's going to bother me. It'll come to me later. Snake one reminds me of what's his name from wrestling who did this little snake hand. And oh, yeah. And I can't remember his Santino name. Santino Morello. Yeah. And then he did that one. It's probably a spoof of all that where he'd pull it out and the person would follow him. And then he'd yeah. hit him in the face. With so, it. anyway, the movie is pretty cool. These guys, like, some of them are bad and some of them are good and work together. And one of them, uh, the toad is one of the good guys and the snake is working to try to frame him to have him killed, but he can't be, like, killed because you can't stab him or anything. So they create, like, an Iron Maiden thing to, like, put him in. And uh, they can't do it. They can't get him in there. Like, at one point they get him in there and they close it and then it just, like, bursts open. (laughs) He's unharmed. But then later, like, the lights go out and when they come back on there's these two scorpion knives sticking out of both of his ears and it's just like blood running down the sides of his head and he pulls them out. And then because his, now they found his weak spot. Yeah. So now all of his Kung Fu is gone so they can just stab him. Huh? So they put him in the Iron Maiden thing and he passes out from the pain or whatever. And then they, they end up killing him, but um, it's pretty cool. And then the old Kung Fu guy, he trains one guy and all five arts, but because he was old and he was doing all five, he didn't have enough time to finish his training. Mm. So he needs to team up with one of the other people in order to actually uh, do anything about these bad guys who are trying to take over this town or whatever. Hmm. Anyway, it was pretty cool, and the fights are pretty... They're unique because of the unique fighting styles they created for the movie. Yeah. But it's classic kung fu movies where things are, like, super unrealistic. And, yeah, it was 1978. You know. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's old. The other one was called the... F- and I don't know if they're just going for, like, a number five thing with these <laughs> kung fu movies, but the other one is also on Netflix, and it was the Five Elemental Ninjas, it was called. <laughs> and the elements are gold, trees, and then earth, fire, and water. <laughs> I don't know how trees and gold are an element, but they are. Wouldn't trees be considered earth? You'd think. You would think so, but they're not. And that one, the ninjas are all themed after these things, and it's this these two. uh, So the Japanese and the Chinese basically are fighting um, Mm -hmm. to prove who has the best warriors, and the Japanese guys um, lose. So they or. That's not what happened. It's two Chinese clans fighting, and one of them loses, so he hires these Japanese people to come in and fight for him, essentially, because he has these five elemental ninjas. But it's like groups of ninjas. It's almost like an army that he's running. Hmm. And the gold ones, they're just wearing all gold. Like, everything yeah. is super shiny and gold. And they have these hats that they take off, like a shield, and they, like, rotate them, and it, like, blinds the other fighters gonna say and then like blades come out from the rims of the hat and they like shoot out and stab everybody that's kind of dope yeah um the tree people are hiding in trees it's like a play where someone is a tree (laughs) and then they just like grab them and then another ninja like stabs them (laughs) there's one guy who like flies up from inside of like a hollowed out tree i don't know that was pretty cool the water guys are like come leaping out of the water and the fire guys have like fireworks and they just blast fire at them. (laughs) I don't know. It's pretty cool though. They sound horrible. They were cool. (laughs) (laughs) If you're into old Kung Fu movies, you would be into these, but I'm not, I know you're not. I'm just saying. Uh, so yeah, I watched those two and then I watched that, uh, new HBO movie, the American pickle. How was that? It was was all right. Yeah. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. It came out on Thursday. It's, It's a movie. That right. people would probably enjoy, but it's not. I wouldn't say it's like 
It's not like the best movie flick. or anything. Yeah. yeah, it's just a good movie to sit down and watch. Yeah, yeah. If, you know, time, was, if you have time, it's for a pretty it. unique story. I mean, we've we've seen the previews, yeah. so we know. Yeah, but for those of you who don't, brief synopsis: This guy from like the late eighteen hundreds is a Russian Jew who immigrates to the United States, and he gets a job at this pickle factory where they make pickles, and he just is killing rats, and he's up on the like scaffolding up above everyone in this warehouse trying to kill these rats and he falls into a vat as it's being sealed and for some reason no one notices that he fell in <laughs> and then immediately after it's sealed the factory is condemned and it's closed for a hundred years a <laughs> hundred years later some kids with a drone are flying it it smashes through a window and hits the lid of the thing and unseals it. <laughs> and they walk in there to find the drone that crashed and he wakes up and scares the crap out of them. And then they basically a hundred years later, it says a hundred years later in the movie. So when he wakes up, what age is it? Oh, I don't know. Cause if it's late 1800s, he would wake up in the late 1900s. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's early 1900s. I don't know. That's weird, but it's a I drone. don't remember what, exactly what year it's a hundred years from now, Zach. Yeah, maybe it was. I think the movie maybe started in the early 1800s, but then he migrates later. Okay. Yeah. I just have to watch it. Yeah. I could have the dates wrong. I've only seen it yeah, once. I just got so. to watch it. I was going to watch it, but someone changed their HBO code. <laughs> no, I don't have that HBO anymore. Mm. You don't have HBO? I have HBO Max. Max. Oh. Uh, that's why. <laughs> Are you just using the old HBO? Yeah. You're probably using my old HBO that's connected to yeah, my... Yeah, it's like, sign in now. It's connected to my cable network, Yeah, I don't have that anymore. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> it said, you need to sign in. I was like, I'll try the same password and email. It didn't work. Um, I'll get you the new one. Yes. <laughs> Aside from that, I played some more Witcher. Nice. And Dude, that game is addicting. Holy crap. There's yeah. so much to do. Yeah, I played some more of that yesterday, and then we uh, switched over to Xbox Game Pass. Okay. Which you should do. Do you pay for Xbox Live by the yeah. year? So you've paid for the year? Mm-hmm. So for a dollar, the rest of the year you've paid for? Yeah. All Game Pass. Nice. Really? For a buck. Yeah. It's not bad. I was going to say, mine just renewed back in June. So I've, yeah, I'm like did. in month one of my, or month two of my... Yeah, yeah, mine did in May, year. so I paid a dollar, and until May, I now have Game Pass. Really? Yep. Although I just heard Xbox is getting rid of their the subscription. one year subscription. Yeah. The one year they did, but if you have already paid, yes, which we have, Zach, then we have it. Don't freak out. You have a bug on your hat. Other side. <laughs> it's got eight legs, so. What has it? An eight-legged bug. It's a spider, dude. No, it was actually a moth, but oh, <laughs> oh, I was hoping he'd just like reach up and fill it and <laughs> scream. Nope. Throwing my hat to the ground. I hate moths. Well, you're trapped in here with one now. <laughs> it's dead. Yeah, I don't know where it went. It blends into your carpet really it's well. Right there, I can see it. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's dead. Oh. Yeah, I see it. He's dead. Yeah. Um anyways. Got anyway, lucky. we got this game called The Messenger, and it's just like a side scrolling kind of platforming adventure boss fighting game and that game is addicting <laughs> it looked it's hard so and fun i don't it's think hard, i will yeah. do it <laughs> it was hard but it's been a lot of fun well if it's hard count me out <laughs> <laughs> the platforming i mean it, it starts off easy enough it yeah. scales up so i mean you would get you used get to used the to mechanics it. as yeah. you played through it so it's probably like you 
you're watching me playing the additional content after I've already beat the entire game, so. I'm sure I could do it, but I probably won't. I'm just saying for a dollar, (laughs) you might as well give it a shot. Give it a try. It's not even that big of a game file, like, and it's Mm -hmm. fun, so. See, and I take back what I said. Sweet boss fights, too. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. I watched part one of The Two Towers. Okay. I thought you already I'm still on that venture of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Still on that venture. That's why it's not a venture worth undertaking. Because look how long it's It's taking. It's not an adventure. It's a journey. Going in what? (laughs) You need a fellowship to get through. (laughs) Week two right now? Yeah. We got through the hobbits really quick. (laughs) So, Anyways. um, Because you had text about the uh, Bone Tomahawk being on Prime. I watched that last night. How was it? I still need to watch it. Don't spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it, <laughs> but for everyone's hype on how incredibly gory and gross it was. Well, it's not the whole movie. It's just no, that one scene. There's one it, scene, but I've heard scary? other people that are like, it's so gross. No, some it's of the deaths gross. are brutal. Like that guy who gets gutted at the at the very beginning yeah. of the movie. Like it comes Don't out of nowhere and it's shocking. You yeah. know what I mean? Whoa. But if it comes out of nowhere and it's shocking, you just You're not going to see. You're not going to know you're what happened. You're not going to know which one. <laughs> I'll just let me. I just, didn't say where they were or what happened. Yeah. So you'll be watching the movie just thinking, like, any minute now, any minute now, yeah. any minute now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it starts out and the guy's getting his throat cut. Like, it's, you're right into it. Yeah. It's a, the acting I thought was it scary. Really good. It was suspenseful. There's points where there I was, are points where yeah. it's scary. Okay. It's, it's genuinely a good watch. It's very good. Right. Um, I think it kind of flew under the radar. I think it was independent. Oh, yeah, but I think it, it was. It was graphic enough that people wouldn't want to watch it, but I mean, if you're into scary or horror, yeah, it's most of the film is it. easily handled. Yeah, but there is one scene where a character dies, and it is a really hard thing to watch. Yeah, when it's I was rough. watching that, I was like, "Ooh!" I, but I imagine like it's it, bad, and then it gets really bad, and then it gets worse. See, somehow. I didn't. I think because I was expecting it to be so much worse when I watched it, I was like, yeah. it's bad and gross and made me uncomfortable. But it wasn't as bad as I expected. Really? I think that's yeah. like the worst. That's the most awful death I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Name a worse death. Yeah. You can't. Not you can't off the top one. of my head because that one's <laughs> so there fresh. Isn't one. It's so bad. But it's got a good cast. Matthew Fox, um, David Arquette's in it for a brief moment. Um, and then... Uh, Kurt Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell. He's the main character, yeah. Yeah. So it's really good. I think you would like it. I have to give it a watch. Yeah, dude, the Indians like speech. they're cool looking was, too. They were yeah. cool looking, and then like they're yeah, the vocal. audio effects yeah. are really cool. Awesome, yeah. definitely worth the watch. Yeah, so I'll give it a watch. Yeah, do it. I've been wanting to anyway. I bought it. I mean, I don't know if I'll ever watch it again, but <laughs> I'm glad to have it in my collection. I think it's yeah. a great movie. It's a great western. Yeah. Yeah. That too. The Western elements are great. Like yeah, they're all there. Very good. That movie, like, it's it really is just good. And then it's got this thing in it that comes it's out of like, nowhere, which adds crap. to the movie. It does yeah. add to the movie, but it makes it so you don't want to watch it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like now I've seen it, I know what happens when, yeah. and I don't want to watch it again. You know, yeah. I don't want to see that. Oh man! Anything good else you guys watched? No, it has. Was, it was pretty busy this last week so yeah i had a horribly busy week so i'm actually <laughs> lucky that i like i started the movie what 6 30 yeah 
Yeah, I got lucky. I even got Princess Bride in. Oh, dang. Well, that's the so, movie we're covering. Yep. Hey, there we go. The lead in. <laughs> <laughs> the Princess Bride. Ooh. Came out in 1987. And when you watch it, you're in heaven. <laughs> All right, Zach, go. I get what you're doing. <laughs> huh? Huh? No I like it. I got nothing. I'm a All horrible right. rhymer. <laughs> <laughs> no more rhyming. I mean it. Well, soon enough, you'll be an old Would you like a peanut? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody want a peanut? That's what it is, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, this movie is really so good. All right, let's hit the cast here. Yeah, so oh, wait, when did this movie come out? Directed, 1987. Yeah, directed by Rob Reiner. Ooh. Yep. That's the year of my birth. That was the year of my birth, too. It's older than I am. <laughs> <laughs> How do you say this guy's name? Carrie Ells? Carrie Ells. 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 Mm-hmm. That's weird. There's like a W right yeah. there. Yeah, I know. I think the W is kind of silent. Huh. But You're just not uh, pronouncing it right. <laughs> Mandy Patinkin. Chris Sarandon, Christopher Guest, Wallace Shawn, and Andre the Giant, who is amazing in this movie. Yeah. Yes. Um, Fred Savage, obviously. Robin Wright. Uh, Peter Falk. That's really the biggest That's names. The main, the main, cast, main roster, yeah. yeah. There are, I mean, Billy I mean, Crystal, Carol yeah. Kane. Yeah, there are some other. They're only in one scene. Yeah. People in this movie, but it is really good. So, growing up, I was kind of like the kid the Fred Savage at the beginning, like I remember watching this like Wonder Years fan. What? No. The Wonder Years. That was a show yeah. that was on. Fred Savage, know, Wonder was, Years. Yeah. No, I'm great. Just Let me tell series. my story. I agree. Yes. I've never seen it actually. <laughs> <laughs> but like him at the beginning, I was just like, I don't care about this show. My parents would watch it. My sisters loved it and they watched it quite a bit. And then I don't know. When I was like thirteen ish, fourteen ish, I watched it again. You probably related Exactly to the little boy where you're like, oh, exactly. I don't care about the romance in this story. Exactly, that's but what then I'm you watch to. it and you're hooked. Yeah, like, you can't stop watching it. It was a few years later, and then I was like, you know, this is actually a good it show. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny the the one of the requests that we did a little while back about the movies that affected our lives and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy who requested that, I told him today that we were reviewing that tonight and he's like why would you do that to yourselves he hates what he absolutely hates this movie this is a classic yeah he i don't know why first person i've ever heard of that dislikes this movie yeah i don't know why but yeah he said he just absolutely hates this movie but that's weird i think it's wonderful yeah i think i agree i think all the performances are great the campiness is just campy enough, I think. I don't see and, any uh, campy in it. That's how campy it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the woods with it. Um, and I like all the character interactions. You know, I think right. that... Everything is just Yeah, all wonderful. the interactions are really good. Yeah. Uh, the chemistry between all the actors is great when they're yeah. on screen with one another. Well, and I love... I, I think my favorite is between... Uh, uh, what's his name? Inigo. Manny Patinkin. Patinkin. Yeah, and uh, Carrie Ell's character. Yeah. Especially the part he's where he's up hanging the up the rocks and he's like, he's like, could you, could you please hurry it up? <laughs> this is difficult. You could help me out. What can I do to make you trust me? <laughs> I will swear I must, on my father's life. Like, I must admit that I'm only willing to help you get up here so that I can kill you. Yeah. That does put a damper on our relationship. <laughs> and then he finally gets up and he's like, you seem like a pretty swell guy. I hate to kill you. You seem like a really swell guy too. I hate to die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the it's writing is really good. so yeah. good. It's it's really simple, but also like 
you connect so it just quickly blends easily, really yeah. well yeah it's perfect right amount of humor and then just a little bit of seriousness and yeah perfect um yeah that so i, w- I want to like do the beginning a little bit first i really like nope, jumping in the middle no i don't want to jump in the middle i want to come back to it i like the very beginning i only of the want movie. a quarter into it <laughs> <laughs> i like the very beginning of the movie i want to talk about like when the grandpa shows yeah. up I love that character, man. Yeah. He is hilarious. Just like he stops <laughs> like, reading up. the book and they, like he'll backtrack a little bit. And then he tries to like stop to, you know, like shield the kid from having to hear about like kissing and yeah. stuff. You know, well, he the just, kid doesn't want to hear it. Yeah, I know. That's why yeah, he stops. Oh, because okay. He's like, the oh, first time he kissing. stops because the kid is upset yeah. about it. But then at the end, he stops again because he doesn't want oh, to hear okay. about it. And then the kid's like, oh, tell me about it. You yeah. know what I mean? That's so bad. <laughs> Uh, but I like the relationship between them. You know, the mom comes in first to say the grandpa's going to show up and then he's like, Oh, but he pinches my cheeks. Like every time (laughs) I hate it. And then he immediately walks in pinches Pinches, his cheeks and Fred Savage just gives the mom the look like I told you, you know, (laughs) and she leaves and he gives him the book. And I love that line too, where he's like, uh, when I was your age, TV was books. Yeah. <laughs> no, video games were books. Oh, video I think games is what he says because yeah, he's, he's in the middle of a video game. All Star Sluggers. Or yeah. Something. yeah. Uh, anyway, I just that resonates with me because, as I'm sure it probably does with you guys, because how many times did you hear that? You know, I back did in not my hear day, it. you know, we used to go uphill both ways to and from school and yeah. stuff like that <laughs> in the snow, six feet deep. Yeah. I don't know. I had I people who would kid, talk to me like that. So. I remember as a kid, I actually believed that story. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> like my, either my grandpa told me or my I can't remember. But I, I really believed it. I was like, wait, how are you going uphill both ways? Like, I <laughs> so, was trying to figure this let, thing out. Let me explain it to you. He lives in a valley. School's on the other valley. Oh, okay. <laughs> so so uphill and then down and then uphill. All, All right. right. <laughs> oh, okay. Now it makes sense. <laughs> Anyways, there's a part where the grandpa, um, where Fred Savage says something. And he goes, "Oh yeah, you're very smart." No, shut up. My <laughs> dad said that to us all the time growing up. <laughs> I was like, "Oh man, memories." Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I like the character introduction at the beginning. He's talking about Wesley and Buttercup. Yeah. Also, all the names of the characters are pretty awesome. Like Buttercup doesn't sound that great yeah. at first, but then it's right. Princess Buttercup, and that's Princess hilarious. Buttercup. Yeah. And there's Wesley, and then he becomes the Dread Pirate Roberts, which mm-hmm. is a yeah. cool name. Based off a real pirate. Hmm. I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's a slightly different name, but it's based off of him. Okay. Yeah. Um, pirate that actually, like, yeah, a real moves it. Well, that moves, like, does he legitimately move his names? Like uh, oh, carried pass, on to other pass people. his no. lineage on to other um, people. I don't or? believe so. I'll find out real quick. Okay. Um. Anyway, Miracle Max, uh, Vizini, Fezic. <laughs> 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 uh, and what was the prince's name? Uh, Humperdink. Humperdink. Yeah. Yeah. So some prince great, Humperdink. great character names, which I always appreciate as mm-hmm. a Guy Ritchie fan. Um, and the. Uh, I think they did a good job of sowing like the seeds of, you know, their undying love at the beginning of the movie. Cause he's always saying, as you wish, uh-huh. then she realizes what he actually means. And Is so I she love then falls and... in love with him. Yeah. And, uh, so you, in order to pay for their wedding and their life, he goes out to make money and is boarded by the, uh, Dread Pirate Roberts, essentially, yeah. who's this perpetuated 
character of the seas essentially it's always somebody different it's a yeah. mantle that's handed down from one person yeah. to the next so, so real quick about that so it's black bart who is bartholomew roberts so that's where oh. dread pirate yeah, roberts. dread pirate roberts okay yep anyway sorry oh, you're good see it's funny i i've also read so with to do with wesley and princess buttercup uh the actors in it um apparently when uh, carrie ells first saw i can't remember her name when he first saw her, I guess he was he so like he was so infatuated <laughs> with her that it actually helped progress the characters, yeah, you know, and get that real infatuation going. Because yeah, he was like he forgot his lines. Let me yeah, I guess he just was so deep infatuated with her that it got him so nervous and everything. Yeah, it's pretty funny. You know, it's funny. Like I never remember his name, Gary Ells, like ever. Yeah. I always just think of him as. To me, he's the men in tights guy. Yeah. Nah, because he's, he's when the, I was, that was the first thing I ever saw him in, and I thought that movie was hilarious. True. So to me, he's the saw guy. Oh, really? See, the saw guy. So for me, he's, he's in the first saw. saw. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's in, in the, the first saw movie. He's the guy and who then, saws his leg off. Spoiler oh, alert. Okay. Spoiler alert. He's I mean, in the eighth one as well. I don't think many people Does he watch get his that. leg back? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he has to cut off the other leg. He has a thing on. He ends up being the predecessor. After it all, those movies, man, great movies. Don't <laughs> shake my them. head. Don't shake your head. I'm shaking my head at every movie but the first one. First one's great. First I one, ending, anyways, awesome. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Yeah. But all the other ones, I shake my head. <laughs> <laughs> agree to disagree. Anyway. What other uncomfortable ways can we contrive to make someone have to kill themselves in a ridiculous <laughs> way? <laughs> there are some good ways too. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, back to Carrie Ells. Um, yeah, so to me, he was always the Robin Hood Men and Tights guy. Yeah, which is another so, great movie. Yeah, yes. every time I see him anywhere, which is rare, but he pops up now and then. Uh, I feel like I saw something else recently where he was like a villain in it. Uh, oh, he Twister. Was, he's in the movie Twister. Yeah, he's in Twister. And um, he was I in something else, too. I didn't know this. I haven't seen all of them yet, but he apparently is in the Netflix uh, series, The Kids, the scary, uh, the scary One. Stranger Things? Yeah. Oh. Who is he in that? He's a uh, the mayor. I don't know if it's oh. in the new season or this last season. Like I said, I'm only like halfway through season two. Hmm. But he apparently got a part of the mayor in Stranger Things. Yeah, Mayor Larry Klein, for yeah. sure. So. I don't remember. I don't, I mean, it obviously be, he was in it. It could be the new season. I don't no, know. No, he was in previous seasons. Okay. Yeah, I'm. The character, I definitely remember seeing the character, the mayor in the in the show. Yeah. I just don't remember it being him. Okay. But see, to me, that's the kind of guy he is now. He's like this guy who pops up and stuff. He just pops and up I randomly. I don't realize it's him until uh-huh. later, you know? Well, he's gotten a lot older, and he doesn't some he doesn't look the same sometimes. That's what happens when you his age. Face well, I get round that. It out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Shut up, Tom. <laughs> Apparently, he was on... An episode of Workaholics. That show's hilarious. Um, yeah, I don't know what else it was that I must have seen him on. Hmm. I'm trying to like just scroll through his filmography real quick, but I don't recognize anything. And he kind of fell off the map. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I guess he had a really good career in the late '80s, early '90s, but. Well, it after must have that, yeah, I was gonna say, granted, I only remember like maybe two or three movies from that. I was say, that I only period. know him from basically this one, yeah, this one, Robin Hood Men in Tights. That's it, yeah, 
I want to say there's another one, but I'm not 100% positive that he was a pretty big role in, too. But. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, uh, Liar Liar. Who's he in Liar Liar? He's the boyfriend. Yeah, he's, he's the boyfriend. Oh, okay. The claw. The claw's going to get you. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he did some stuff leading yeah. up to these roles. You can make a living off of royalties. <laughs> the prince, the He's princess probably got to be getting some good first, one from the Princess the, Bride. Yeah. The Princess Men Bride was his first, like, kind of his breakout. breakup. But you could yeah. tell he looks really young in this movie. He was in Days of Thunder as Russ Wheeler. I don't know what character that is, but that's that Tom Cruise yeah. Yeah. NASCAR movie. Yeah. Heard it's good. Haven't seen yeah, it's it. It's all right. It, yeah, it's good. I mean, it came, how many Tom Cruise movies are bad? Realistically, yeah. not a say lot. Four. So, it came in my life. <laughs> four. I will name them. <laughs> it Mission came in my life. <laughs> the Mummy. Mission yeah. Impossible 2. Um, <laughs> mummy was all right. Eh, no, no, it's bad. I liked it. I don't know if I can name two more. Those are the two that we'll, we'll figure off the it top out. of my head <laughs> that are bad. <laughs> They're bad. Yeah. Jack Reacher 1 and 2. There we go. Four. Was he in both? Yeah. 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 He's Jack I heard Reacher. Jack Reacher was, I heard Jack Reacher 2 was not good. First one I liked. I didn't mind it. I don't remember enough about him. That being said, I don't remember the first one being bad. But yeah, first one's good. Oh, side note, they're already greenlit John Wick 5. Yes. Yeah. They're shooting John Wick 4 and 5 together. Back to back, so yep. it'll be taking place immediately after. Nice. Yeah. Anyway. We just got on a horrible tangent. Not that bad. Sidetrack. <laughs> <laughs> Not 46 minutes into it, though. <laughs> well, we've been filming since we moved our cars yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, Not that's filming, true. Recording. The first 15 minutes is I was nothing, making a yeah. joke. Um, <laughs> he played. He was the voice of Paxton Powers in Batman Beyond, hmm. the cartoon series. Nice. He's done a few voices, for, if I remember right. When Quite I look, a few. When I look back at him, he's actually done a few voices. Yeah. He has to because his face got round, right, Zach? He was uh, the director slash Hamlet in the show. I swear on this podcast. In the show Pinky and the Brain. He was a professor? Pinky and the Brain. He was a character called the director and the character Hamlet. Okay. So he didn't direct an episode. He was a direct, he was a character Character called the director. Yeah. All right. Well, back to the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But. Like I was saying, to me, he's the guy that you recognize after the fact, essentially. Yeah. Which is weird because he's really good in this movie and Men in Tights. Men in Tights, in my opinion. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're men. We're men, men in tights. Tights. <laughs> tights. <laughs> oh, man. I always just think about um, Dave Chappelle as Little John. And he's wearing those Sean Kemp's that need to be pumped up. And he like pumps them up until they explode. <laughs> Hold on one second. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I just another slight tangent, real quick. My dad, one of his favorite movies ever was the the Kevin Costner Robin Hood movie, which. I did not like that one. So I like that movie, but I think it's kind of... Isn't that Prince of Thieves? Is that right? No, that's Aladdin. (laughs) No, Robin Hood. There is a Robin Hood Prince of Thieves movie. It might be. I don't know the full title. I think It could be. But anyway, that movie also the... Oh, Aladdin's King of Thieves. um, Yeah. Anyway. What's his face from Die Hard? And he was Snape. 
Yeah, uh, Alan Rickman. Alan, Alan yeah. Rickman. Yeah, he's the villain in he's, that one. He's Little John, isn't he? Uh, no, he's not Little John. No. He's the villain. Isn't that Little John? No, Little John's his buddy. He's the sheriff of Nottingham. Sheriff, oh, sheriff. sheriff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Anyways. Um, anyway, that movie. I'm, I saw it as a kid because my dad really liked it, and yeah. it was like this dark, cool, like Robin Hood thing, you know? <laughs> I understand that people don't regard it as a good movie, and I'm fine with that, but to yeah. me, it's like a movie that I kind of grew up with. So I'll, so it's good. So it's good. Yeah. You know, I'm going to take, I'm going to plead the Zachariah Thief <laughs> on this. I like it, say, so it's good. I like it, so it's good. Um, <laughs> no, I'm willing to admit that it's maybe not that good of a movie, but I like it in I spite just of got that. I just got bored. I've never seen it before. I tried to watch it like a year or two ago. Yeah. See, got maybe I think halfway that through, and I just got bored. Um, but what's his face plays Will Scarlet. Uh, oh man, I'm not gonna look it up. Somebody can comment that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, he is in that episode of The Office. He does the video for Saber. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, you're just seeing a nonsensical video, and he's in the movie Heather's with Winona Ryder, and he's in. Man, what is his name? I can't remember it. Um, Christian Slater. Christian Slater. So he plays Will Scarlet in it. It's got a good cast. Like, it really is. Morgan Freeman. Yeah, Morgan Freeman is in it. Yeah. Like, the production quality of this movie is good. You know, I I really enjoyed it as a kid and to this day. Yeah. Uh, though I will admit it is a little slow and maybe slightly boring. But <laughs> I think the sword fights are good and the character interactions are really good. Morgan Freeman and Kevin Costner, I think, have a lot of chemistry yeah. on set in that movie. But that was the Robin Hood I grew up with. And then I saw Men in Tights, <laughs> and I was just like, this is a better version of Robin Hood <laughs> because it's funny. You know yeah. what I mean? And that other movie is not. It does yeah, have serious. funny moments, but it's a serious film. Yeah. Um, whereas Men in Tights is just you know one laugh after yeah. another. It's got all the kind of jokes you could want. Like they move that castle at the very beginning and there's just the blind guy who is in, like both movies have the blind groundskeeper who like lives in the castle. Oh, and Robin, you've lost your arms. <laughs> yeah. He's touching the statue and you've got breasts. <laughs> but they move the castle and he's just on the toilet. Mm-hmm. Like anyway, and they're just moving it like, like it's yeah. on wheels. I don't know. I don't know why it was so funny to me then and to this day. It's just <laughs> hilarious. Um, anyway, so we jump forward. Uh, We're back leaves. on Princess Bride yeah. now, by the so way. So the princess hears the news that the Dread Pirates Roberts Roberts attacked the ship that Wesley was on, and he's he kills everyone, so he leaves yeah. no survivors. Which begs the question to me, how do people hear about this? If there are yeah, no survivors. Right, if there's no survivors. Um but apparently he leaves no survivors, and so Wesley is dead, and so she grieves. And that's the one thing in this movie that I feel like could have been done better, is she doesn't seem She's that not heartbroken. She's just heartbroken. all of a sudden, it's just like, well, I'm getting married now. She Well, not even that. I mean, some time does pass yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Well, it's not the really. same. Yeah, she it's says a, she goes to her room, and yeah. she was in there for at least a whole week before it she said, came out. And then after that, it said five years passed. Yeah. Boom. So time does pass. Just saying, just all of a sudden. I mean, the actress who played her is <laughs> also the actress who played Jenny on Forrest Gump. Jenny. So we all know that Jenny on Forrest Gump's a jerk. So, I mean. Uh, but the characters are different. <laughs> what does that have She's talented enough I, to just. I just was saying, maybe that's characters. why she didn't be so sorrowful. No, I just I, think, you know. I was jumping maybe on this one. Really okay? show... I was trying to make a joke. 
It didn't work. I'm sorry. It didn't land. It kind of stumbled and <laughs> fell. <laughs> it landed in my head, okay? <laughs> like Jenny, don't jump. <laughs> um, Touche. <laughs> anyway, I just think it would have, you know, maybe some tears. You yeah. Know I mean, would go a little bit. Like, her voice, I think, is somber enough. Like, well, that's she does convincing. say she'll yeah. never love again. Yeah, but she's not crying or anything. You know what I mean? She can't cry anymore. She cried for one full week. But it doesn't show that, and it shows the time when she's in the house. That's what we see is her yeah. going into her room. No tears. She definitely looks upset. Yeah. She looks like, you know, maybe somebody ate the last Oreo. of Yeah, the last <laughs> Oreo in the box, you know? I, that makes me very upset. You'd be cross. You'd be upset. I Maybe mean, a little kind of start to cry a little bit, especially when they leave the empty package in the cupboard. Right? Oh, man, that's a bad. That's poor form. Right Someone's there. catching fists. <laughs> you ate my last Oreo. Perpetu die. <laughs> uh, anyway, that that was my only gripe with like the beginning of yeah. how the movie starts. Is that I felt like. They're trying to portray her as, like, extremely heartbroken. Her tr- one true love yeah. is dead, and she doesn't look that sad about it. <laughs> she's like, eh. This guy's got money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she's only marrying that guy because it says that the prince has the authority to marry yeah. whoever he wants. So he chooses to marry her. She's obeying the law, yeah. essentially, which and her love of her life is gone as yeah. far as he knows. So she probably would yeah. go along with it at that point. And I'm just a jerk, but when they in the movie they said uh, the most beautiful woman in the world is like, mm-hmm. she's all right. Oh come on! <laughs> so that's what I mean. I was being a jerk. I'm just mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. At least you admit you're being a jerk. <laughs> I think she's pretty enough in this movie too. Yeah, she's be pretty. The prettiest woman in the world of the Princess Bride. In the known world. <laughs> I said the world of the Princess all Bride. Right. Yes, yeah, like what I mean. said before, Carrie Ells was. Very infatuated I by know. her. Good for him. <laughs> he couldn't remember his lines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was like, I'm the Dread Pirate Room. Well, that's why he was so quiet in the first beginning. As you wish. That's all he could remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so then the trio of yeah. bandits show up. And... Uh, Awesome. Trio. The best characters in the movie, in my opinion. <laughs> Absolutely. I love their interactions 100%. Like, this guy, uh, oh, now I have to go back to the list because I can't remember everybody's names. So, uh, Wallace Shawn. I just remember him as the principal from the show Clueless. Did you ever watch that? I yes. have seen Clueless, but I, oh, wait, the, the show? The TV show. Not the movie? Not the movie, the TV show. So oh, I, I remember okay. the show vaguely. I don't know if I. Yeah, I'm sure that I probably saw an episode or two, yeah. but I don't remember it. I had older sisters who watched it a oh. lot, so <laughs> he was pretty much the same character. He's funny in it. Yeah, um, yeah, he is hilarious in this movie, and he's hired Andre the Giant and Mandy Patinkin and Diego Montoya to basically come with him on this yeah. journey to start a war that he's been hired to start uh, between by killing the princess. Yeah, well, he's trying to frame the Gordanians yeah. or something like yeah. that. I can't remember the name of the other country. Um, yeah. For the murder of Princess Buttercup so that he can start the war between these two places. And I just like how right away uh, Andre the Giant is just like, 
this kind-hearted guy. He's just like, it doesn't sound like something we should be doing. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds kind of mean-spirited. Yeah. Well, and I love, too, how... And he doesn't want to kill her, and he's like, I'll kill her. You don't have to worry about yeah. that. Well, and I love, too, how when he does disagree with them, both of them dis- kind of disagree with uh-huh. him. And then he goes off on Inigo. Yeah, when and I found then, you, you were nothing more than a drunk who couldn't even order a... <laughs> I don't know what he says. I'll, send you, I'll send you back there. And then he turns around and goes off on Andre the Giant, who was like four times his size. <laughs> yeah. And Andre, he's just like, he gets that scared face and keeps backing away from him. And I'm like, it just kind of shows the power that mm-hmm. he has over these two guys. Well, he's, I mean... He's the brains yes. of their operation, you know what I mean? Yes. And uh, So they can't function without him. Which yeah, you learn later on. In the, yeah, they yeah. need him because they don't know what to do yeah. throughout. Like, he does order them around. And when, without him, they need Wesley. Yeah, because yeah. you know I mean? so, they ultimately come to that conclusion afterwards. Yeah. You know, we need uh, whatever his name. We okay. need him back. And he yeah. was like, well, he's dead. We need the black masked guy. The man in black. Yeah, yeah. the man in black. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so they... They're in this boat just kind of arguing. And he's just well, like, hey, would uh, somebody, what do you think I would say if somebody were following us? And he's yeah. like, that's inconceivable. <laughs> Who would be following us? Yeah. Nobody even knows we took her. You yeah. know? And, uh, oh, yeah, when they're loading her onto the boat, he, uh, wait, how do they get her on the boat? Do they drug her or knock her out? Uh, uh, Andre Yeah, Andre grabs, grabs her. Oh, yeah, grabs her, her by her the neck, neck or whatever. Yeah, and she right. just knocks yeah. her out. Because she's out for a ride. Yeah, out for a ride and. We the are one thing three, that brings her joy. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're but three lost. Uh, we're travelers. travelers yeah. yeah, they're circus circus, circus. travelers. Oh yeah, yeah. circus travelers. Mm-hmm. Would there be a town nearby? No, no for not, miles. Not for miles. Well, then there's no one here to see. No to one around to hear you scream. After <laughs> <laughs> the giants already, he like walks up before <laughs> she finishes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and she just falls over. Um, but yeah, yeah, Inigo Montoya realizes that there's somebody. Behind him, and he's like, "That's inconceivable. Who would even know that we've taken her or whatever?" I just love how he's like, "He's gaining on us." What wind is he using? Is he using our wind? <laughs> using the same wind as us? I like that. Yeah. That was funny. Uh, anyway, there. So he's gaining ground on him, and they finally, like, "Oh, we made it to the wall of madness," or yeah. what it was called. Is that what it was called? I think so. Something like yeah. that. Yeah, I believe so. And uh, cliffs of madness, I yeah, think, or something like that. But so. He's like, there's no way he's strong enough to climb up there. And I like well, two things about this. I love the effect of, of them. how fast they're going. Well, one, how fast they're going, but also Andre the Giant, like, carrying three uh-huh. people. <laughs> and he's not using his legs on the rope. It's just his arms, yeah. like, to just drag him up. Hurry. And they're not He's moving. gaining on us. Like, yeah. Well, he also does not have three people on his back. <laughs> he's carrying just himself. I have three people to carry. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just right behind him. So they get to the top, and he's like, you stop him, you know, whether he falls to his death or, if not, the sword. You yeah. Know, you have to kill him or whatever. And he's like, can I use my left hand? <laughs> <laughs> like, he's asking this guy asking permission, permission to, to how he him. can kill him. Yeah, how he can kill him. <laughs> and he's like, I don't care. Just kill him, essentially, yeah. you know. So then he's waiting around up top. He's practicing his sword skills a little bit because he's excited to have a fight. Well, and I love, this is my favorite part of the the line-wise, is where he cuts the rope Mm. and he goes, uh, Venezi or whatever, he goes, he didn't fall? Inconceivable! Mm -hmm. (laughs) Montoya walks up and he goes, you keep using that word. I don't don't think think it means what you think (laughs) it means. (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> literally, like after every sentence, all he does yeah, is inconceivable. Yeah, it's his, his catchphrase. Yes. Yeah. Movie, yeah. 
don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> Uh, also, when they're on the boat, that's when they have the rhyming thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Will there be rocks ahead? If there is, we'll surely be dead. <laughs> Stop it. No more rhyming. I mean it. Anybody want to paint it? Dude, Andre the Giant is just the best. So right? good. Real quick, another quick <laughs> offshoot here. If you haven't seen the HBO documentary oh, on, yeah. Andre so the Giant, on Andre the Giant, definitely watch it. Yes. Yeah. So good. Wonderful. Um, Could even bring you to tears. It's yeah. just the life of that man. He's a great guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, amazing. Quality entertainer all yes. around. Uh, and some of the photos that they show are just hilarious. Like the yeah. one where he's on the plane, he's like basically in two seats and uh-huh. he's got that beer yeah. and it's so it's tiny. So small. Like his hand is bigger than the entire beer can. Oh, and he's, I love that one where he's, it's the, the announcer, he's on, um, on uh, those baseball movies. I can't remember his name. He does a guest appearance at WrestleMania one year. He's got a hands, his hands around his neck. Or whatever. Uh, that's one of the most famous things. He kind of like chokes him out. Yeah, I've seen and the video, like but I don't know who it is. Pretty much. I thought one. it was just Howard Finkel. I thought that was from WCW. Was it Finkel? I thought it was another guy. I thought they you brought him the right. guest announcer. Anyways, but yeah, how huge his hands were because I mean he's got both hands, but it's almost covering like his whole head. Yeah. But. Anyway, back to the movie. So they scale the wall. He cuts the rope, throws it off, and then he's still climbing up. Yeah. And he's getting Nancy waiting for him, so he's just like, hey. Could you speed this up a little bit or whatever? And he's like, oh, this is quite difficult what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to climb this wall. I don't remember all the lines exactly. Yeah. yeah. It is a great section of dialogue in this film. Just the back just and like, forth between the Dread Pirate Roberts character and Diego Montoya. Yeah. I like how he's like, can I help you some way? He's like, well, if you have a tree branch, a rope, something. <laughs> <laughs> There's a rope up here. Yeah, there's a rope up here. Throw it down. I feel like I should be honest with you. The only reason I am helping you to climb up here is that I am meant to kill you. That does put a damper on our relationship a little bit. Is there anything I could say to make you trust me? I don't think so. (laughs) But I like how he's, like, not moving up the wall, really. Uh He's, like, just stuck on this one set of rocks. And then finally he's like, what if I swear to you on my father? On, you know, my dear father or whatever. And uh, he's like... Okay, throw me the rope. <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, you can't say anything, but uh, sure, I'll believe that. Yeah. I just want to get off this wall. Mm-hmm. So he climbs up there, and he's like, oh, I'll give you a minute to rest. You know, and they have yeah. this nice conversation. He takes off his shoes and, like, these huge old rocks. He's jumping just rocks out, out for, yeah, a solid 10 seconds. Uh-huh. He's dumping these huge rocks out of his boot. That's pretty funny. I was actually trying to tell. They kind of lined the camera up just perfectly. So I... I wonder how they did it. You know what I mean? Because you can't see anything that's directly behind the boot. It's probably just, oh, that. So I wonder if there's like, you know, there's, like a bag or something. Yeah, there's got to like, be a bag in the, yeah. the side yeah. of it. Because, I mean, the boot's pretty big and it's going to be loose going up your calf. Yeah. You, you can put some rocks in there. Yeah, I suppose. I just feel like it'd be hard to get your foot out afterwards with the rocks in there maybe. Nah, I just know. make it big. But anyway, it's hilarious. He's dumping these rocks out of there. And then they have this conversation where he learns that Inigo Montoya's father was murdered. And so he's dedicated his whole life to learning the art of fencing so that he can find the guy who killed his dad. The man with six him. fingers. Yeah, the six-fingered man. And he asks <laughs> he, he asks him, do you chance, have six fingers? <laughs> <laughs> you do you start chance, all fingers, of your conversations you? this way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Will you see? <laughs> yeah, I love that. And so then he gets up and he's like, oh, should we do this? And 
you know, yeah. I feel like you've been more than fair to me, you know, and he's like, <laughs> oh, you're a great, oh, what does he say? You're a respectable man. I hate to kill you. Yeah. And he's like, ah, I also find you to be a respectable man. I hate, I to, hate die. to die. Yeah. <laughs> and then they have this sword fight, which is pretty awesome. I mean, a lot of it is movie sword fighting where they're yes. obviously just hitting so, the other person's sword. I uh, actually watched a video of a swordsman and he was critiquing sword battles throughout uh-huh. film. And he said this was actually one of the better like techniques done in film. And Manny and um, uh, Carrie mm-hmm. practiced for over a month this one scene that was like, what, three minutes long? Yeah. Four mm-hmm. minutes long? Over a month just to get everything down right. And the guy critiquing it was like, this is actually really good. That's proper technique. Switching your hands wouldn't make that big of a difference. And so he's like, a couple things there's gripes on. That's but, funny, too. Yeah. Um, I must admit that you are better than me. Oh, why are you smiling then? Because I have a secret. <laughs> I'm actually not left-handed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they fight for a few minutes, and then it goes on. Uh, I feel like I have to tell you something also. Oh, yeah, what's that? I'm not left-handed either. And he switches <laughs> over. Uh, I like so how good. also they don't try to... I mean, they do a pretty good job of hiding the the... Airbags yeah. that they land on. Right there was but, one. You notice the sand like puffs up right around. Yeah, them. and yeah. his feet go all the way down uh-huh. inside of it, <laughs> and you notice it every time. Like mm-hmm. I, somebody pointed it out to me a long time ago. I think I just you noticed, noticed it one time, and I noticed. See, it I don't every think I ever now. noticed it because it's just I like they're just landing. Kid. But you know what it is? It's an early superhero landing. That's all it is. I don't know. The yeah. superhero landing is like yeah, like exactly. It's down. the early he one. Doesn't land like that. It's the early one, but there's still some dust going. Like a superhero whenever they land. Okay, I see the dust yeah. thing. He's the forefather of it. Mm. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, somebody pointed it out to me when I was like a lot, yo- like a kid yeah. or a lot younger when I first saw this movie. And now I can't like unsee it. Yeah. So every time I see this, even though everything else in the scene is entertaining, I find myself like watching for that. <laughs> and then it happens and I'm just like, ah! It's the same thing with that. <laughs> it's the same thing with that pull. They jump onto yeah. the two rocks and oh, you can that see thing the metal. You yeah. can see the metal and it bends perfectly. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just a nice. It's an old bar. Come yeah, on, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they used it to hold up the pillars on either side. Speaking of which, funny set things. So when uh, everyone's standing around the edge of the rocks, when the man in black's climbing up, when Andre steps towards the edge, you actually see the rock go down because it's just a platform that's <laughs> oh, like buckles it? a little oh, bit. I didn't notice. Can't yeah. hold his weight. No, I'll notice that every time from now on. It's hard to see. It's like a half a second right when he steps on there. It's just like, whoop. <laughs> huh. uh, anyway, so he fights him and disarms him finally. He knocks his sword away and he's like, you know, you've bested me. Kill me quickly or whatever. And he just hits him across the top of the head yeah. with the sword or whatever. And I don't remember what he says. He says like, he respects yeah, him. And something about him, you know, respecting him. And he hopes that he, you know. Finds a man. and Yeah. Yeah, avenges yeah. his father. Yeah, that's what he hopes. And uh, so then he takes off. And he's running along. And they see him <laughs> off in the distance. And Inconceivable! <laughs> <laughs> he's obviously best at our man, Diego. You wait here and kill him when he comes around the corner. How do you think I should do that? With your... Your special skill, I think is yeah, what he says. Yeah, yeah. Use like, your special skill. special skill. Pick up a big rock when he comes around the corner and his head is in view. <laughs> hit it with the rock. <laughs> My special skill is not very sportsmanlike. <laughs> <laughs> and so he finally comes around the corner and he throws the rock and it just explodes uh-huh. on that wall. And he's like, you know, I could have hit you on purpose. I missed on purpose. I could have hit you. And he's like, oh, yeah, I gather as much. And he's like... 
challenges him to a fight essentially. Uh-huh. He's like, You put down your weapon, I put down my rock, we handle this like gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how he goes, I don't think I bode well in a fist fight with you. <laughs> <laughs> It's not my fault that I'm bigger and stronger than everybody else. <laughs> I don't even work out. <laughs> I'm just like way. The, I'm the worst Andre the Giant impersonation. <laughs> but it's fun to do. <laughs> oh, man. So they're fighting, and he uh, is gets way faster. Back. So he's yeah. able yeah. to go between his legs and get on his back and choke him out, basically. So Jackson was watching this with me right before I came over. And uh, so when um, Carrie's, like, running up to him, and he slams into him, he... And Andre doesn't move at all. Jackson just starts busting up laughing. I was like, I remember laughing at Classic that Classic wrestling mm-hmm. matches yeah. right there. He jumps on him, chokes him out. Well, <laughs> I hope you dream of very large women. <laughs> I do not envy the headache you will have when you wake yeah. up, though. <laughs> so then he runs along and... Uh, what's his name? Vizzini. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is waiting for him. Fezzik is Andre the Giant's character yeah. name. Fezzik. Uh, so, Bazzini is waiting for him, and he's like, stop right there, or I'll stab her in the neck, basically, if you come any closer. And he keeps walking closer, yeah. and finally he grabs her, and he's like, no, I'm serious, I'm really going to yeah. stab her if you come any closer. Uh, which he's supposed to kill her anyway, you know what yeah. I mean? So, but he has to get to the border. Yeah, I suppose. No, he I has to, to think, frame the... Well, yeah, the yeah, I get that. Yeah. But why not just kill her before? Because then the blood will show that she was dead first. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. And it's easier to make <laughs> someone walk than drag a body. I they guess don't that's have horses. True. And he ends up having to carry her. Yeah. So him and his superior intellect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> he knew he might have to make her go part of the way on his own. Yeah. He couldn't count on Fezzik the whole time. Uh, so he stops him, and then uh, Wesley challenges him to a game of wit. Because he's... Uh, he says, you Viz- bested my said, sword. Yeah, you would best... I obviously wouldn't match up with you in a physical contest. Yeah. And you can't catch match with me in a mental yeah. contest. I don't know what he says exactly. He goes, have you ever heard of Aristotle, Socrates, Plato? Morons! <laughs> <laughs> Again, just classic dialogue between yeah. these two. So he challenges them to a, a game of wits. And so he, he's like... Pour the wine. So he pours it, and he grabs both glasses, turns around, puts this poison in there. I forget what he calls it, but it's from Australia. Yeah. And it's it's no a fictional poison. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, he puts it in there, and the classic, you know, I'm not going to do what you think I'm going well, to do. And it's yeah. funny, because I never noticed this. I actually looked it up. So the poison. Which is the cuts. He, um, <laughs> he says it has no smell to it. Yeah. And then Prince Humperdinck. Comes later on and picks up it. the smile or the vial or whatever, and it's whatever it is. I'm sure of it. <laughs> no, he says, "I'd bet my life on it." Yeah, so he I doesn't bet know, I'll, bet but my he's life betting on it. on it. Yeah. So I just thought that was funny. It's like maybe he, he tried to smell it, and he's like, "There's no smell." Yeah, maybe there's no smell, and then there's that's no what smell, made so him realize this. It. Yeah, that could be. I lean more Classic towards that that was something they overlooked, though, and yeah. didn't smell it. Or they just yeah. did it on purpose, and they're just being funny. Yeah, that's true. I very well could have been on purpose, but I buy it. Either way. Yeah. Anyways. Minor gripe. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. So, yeah, then he's like, anyway, 
I obviously can't take the glass that was set in front of me because oh, and he would put the glass in front of me. It's like a whole three-minute <laughs> three, three minute dialogue of yeah. this. I feel like how Wesley goes, your logic is truly dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I would take the glass in front of you, only you must have known that I would be smart enough not to take the glass offered to me with the poison, so you would have put the poison in your own glass so I cannot take the glass in front of you. He, but! <laughs> and he goes something about, you're from Australia. No, and the then, poison's from Australia. Oh, yeah, and then he says something about They're your logic. You can't yeah. trust them. Your logic is very dizzying. So I cannot take the glass in front of me. <laughs> that's when he said, your logic is very dizzying. I've only just begun. <laughs> so finally he picks up. Oh, yeah. No, he's he goes, like, there's something out there. there. And Wesley or Dread Pirate Roberts. Yeah. I spoiled it. Uh. Uh, turn, turns around to look the other way and he switches the glasses. And then when he turns back around, he's like, ah, oh, let's drink. So they drink. And Chuckles. Goes, yeah. So he waits for Dread Pirate Roberts to take the first sip, which yeah. he does, and then he drinks his, and uh, yeah, he laughs, and he's like, ha, I know something that you don't know, or whatever, yeah. and then turns out he poisoned both he glasses. He falls over dead. <laughs> yeah. So in my head, I remembered him telling him that, but he doesn't. He's no, he, he tells, tells the Prince Buttercup. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, he tells Princess Buttercup. The guy dies not yeah. knowing that both glasses were poisoned. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about um, the Zini saying, oh, I switched the cups. Well, you turned around. Oh, no. Yeah, he yeah. says yeah. that. He does tell But him. he doesn't find but out that both glasses yeah. were poisoned. Yeah. Um, so, and I love that. He's just, like, laughing and then, <laughs> and then just falls <laughs> over dead. Um, I also like that, like, the other two guys live, but he doesn't. He uh-huh. just dies. Uh-huh. <laughs> and later when... Prince Humperdinck shows up. He's just still laying on the ground dead because the whole time it's like the dread pirate Roberts is right one step behind them the whole way. And then like two steps behind him is Humperdinck. Uh He's right there on their tail. the whole time. was a giant here. (laughs) And I guess he is like the world's greatest tracker or something like that. Yeah. But she says that, um, Humperdinck will save her because he's the greatest tracker or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, so he tells her, off essentially is berating her for you know not being true to her one true love or whatnot because he doesn't know what the story is he doesn't know that she heard that he was dead or whatever you know he just assumes that she couldn't wait and left him which even so like he leaves on this trip how long did he think he was going to be gone or say he was going to be gone it was just during this time period i would imagine a long trip like that is probably pretty common but I think he says like a few months or something in there, but I don't remember. See, he was I don't going recall to... him saying a time period, but it the film does it makes it seem like but it's not a long he period. He never of time. wrote it's a jerk move. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so that's that's the point I'm trying to make yeah. is that he's like upset with her for not waiting. But at the same time, he, he was gone for a long this whole time, time, much longer than he probably originally planned on being yeah. gone, and he obviously didn't send word of any kind that yeah. he was gonna be gone. So, or he was okay or anything, you know, just expecting her to wait the whole time. So, yeah, you know, if she was, both sides are at fault. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so she's given him the business. He's given it right back to her. Uh, And then she says something. She sees the horses in the distance. So he turns around to look at him and she pushes him down the hill. Yeah, and as he's falling, he he says, as you wish. (laughs) And she goes, my Wesley, and she just jumps down. (laughs) So they both go tumbling down this hill, and as they're falling down the hill, his pirate 
cat mask and bandana come off. And I don't know if you guys noticed this, her braid comes off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, like I a big chunk of her hair is just yeah. lying on the hill <laughs> towards the bottom of them rolling down there. It's funny when Kaisley's watching this with us downstairs, too. She goes, he needs to pick up his bandana. <laughs> I was like, no, it's okay. No, he needs his mask. <laughs> the whole movie. Where's his mask, Dad? <laughs> like, shut up, you too. Yeah, he pulls off the mask. You know? Yeah. Anyway, uh, so they get to the bottom of the hill and then they run off. Yeah. Into, into the, the woods, the fire swamp. Yeah, the fire swamp, and uh, they're walking around. <laughs> no one's ever uh, lived through the fire swamp. That's just because no one has yet. But we will. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like how they're walking around in there. And I like the sound effects. Oh, it's like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's like just moving her out of the way because her dress catches on fire yeah. once or whatever. And then what do they call... The R-O-U-S's? Okay, I remember. Or R-U-S's because they don't say the O, but I thought it was R-U-S's. I think they say R-U-S's, but it should be R-O-U-S's. But anyway... Anyway, rats of unusual size. Oh, okay. And he, so he has to fight this giant rat that comes out and attacks him all of a sudden. Which so is that a person in a suit? Is. Okay. So yeah. they oh, were supposed to film that. that and so there's the actual guy in the suit. And so the guy, they had to delay shooting for like three hours because the guy that was supposed to be fighting him in the suit wouldn't show up to the set. And so turns out when he got there, he says, oh, I was in jail. I was driving home drunk and got pulled over, and they didn't believe me when I said that I had to go to the studio lot to be in a rat suit and fight someone. <laughs> and so they're like, okay. So they arrested him and uh, held him until he sobered up. <laughs> um, one part I forgot to mention early on. So I think the rat looks pretty good. It's all right, But yeah. the best-looking thing in the, the movie tongue? is... <laughs> What the tongue? rat tongue? <laughs> oh, no, not the tongue. Is the the screeching eels. Oh, oh yeah. Those, those are, are so in the good. movie when they're on the ship and she tries which, to jump off the ship. Which is another good line away. where she jumps off and he's like, well, go get him. And then Nico goes, I don't swim. I don't swim. And uh, Andre's like, I doggy paddle. <laughs> and just moves his hands or whatever. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, he's like, turn the ship around or whatever. And then the screeching eels show up. Yeah. And those look cool, man. Yeah, the they look really good. Really that good. was I a re- cool effect, too. I remember being scared of those when I was little watching that. Yeah. And then Andre just thumps one over the head. Yeah. The one yeah. that's going for it. Boom. Just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like later when he punches that door down, too. Yeah. He's right. Goes, like, Fezzik, I need you. Fezzik, I need you. <laughs> He's yelling in despair. Fezzik. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, anyway, he fights off this rat. And it bites down on his hand, and he, like, rolls across. Cause no, the, it's his shoulder. It bites his hand, too. Or his Does arm. It his hand? I know he gets his shoulder on fire. Well, Does, isn't it, doesn't it get burnt? I remember there's a scene twice, where, where okay. it's like here in front of him. It's like looking up at him. Yeah, yeah. So it's biting his hand or his arm or something. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so it bites him and then you hear this. And so he just rolls over yeah. and the fire just sets like <laughs> comes up and just sets this rat on fire and it just immediately lets go and yeah. dies. And then, well, well, he no, stabs, he stabs it a few it. times oh, as well. Okay. He stabs it three times and he goes. <laughs> <laughs> And then <laughs> they come out of the forest. Or is that what you're getting to? Oh, you can. Oh, so they come out of the forest, and then there's Prince Humperdinck and his guys there. Surrender! And Dread Pirate Robs, to me? Certainly. <laughs> <laughs> or I accept. That's yeah, what certainly, I accept. Uh, I forgot about that part. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Because um, the Wesley Dread Pirates 
Robert's character. Like he's pretty quick witted. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? So I guess part of that is him filling the role of Vizzini for the other characters later, but I think it just really is his character. Yeah. I think it's just his thing. character. But it's cool because it's like early on, the only lines that he has is as you wish at yeah. the beginning of the movie, you know? So we don't really like get to know who he is as yeah. a character mm-hmm. until he shows up as Dread Pirate Roberts. Yeah. And then he's this mythical character. Smooth, yeah. super cool dude, yeah. you know, and like can talk the talk and walk the walk, I guess. Yeah. It's kind of an odd way to put it for this movie, but yeah. you know, he's like this super cool guy. Everybody seems to like him, even though yeah. they have to kill him or whatever, you know. And because he can also walk the walk, he's able to best everybody along the yeah. way. But uh, and then what? So he's they end up for like just taking him prisoner, essentially. Oh, he, they surrender because uh, Buttercup says, uh, you, "If you promise not to harm him, we'll." Surrender. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because she she sees all these people the, coming yeah, around, surrounded by archers, and, and he stuff. doesn't because he goes like he's like, "You surrendering him? I don't think I will." <laughs> And he just keeps walking forward, and yeah. that's when she's like, we'll do it. And he goes, excuse me? And then the Dread Pirate Razzers looks at him and goes, yeah, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, then they take him back to this torture device, right? Yeah. Well, right before that, though, he sees that the one. The six-fingered the man. Captain oh, or whatever yeah, has the right. six fingers. There's someone looking for you, and then he gets pissed off and smashes him in the head. Yeah. So apparently, he actually got knocked by I can't think of the actor's name. Um, Carrie Ells got knocked over the head by that guy and actually stunned him. And they uh, took him to the hospital and they delayed shooting for like two or three days. Oh, yeah. Accidentally hit him over the head. No, not accidentally. He told him like, "Really hit me, make it look good," because they did it a few Christopher times. Christopher Guest. Yeah. That's the actor. That's who it is. Oh. They uh, couldn't get a good look, I guess, so he's just like, smack me. And he really hit him with the bottom of that metal sword. Oh. Yeah. That would hurt. So bad. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, have like a rubber prop sword or something, <laughs> you know? Well, I don't think the prop master knew he was going to do it, so they just gave him the regular sword because <laughs> it wasn't planned. Well, anyway, so he wakes up strapped down to that yeah. table, right? And uh, so he puts the... <laughs> like suction cup things on the sides <laughs> yeah. of his head. And we've got this classic torture scene yeah. where the guy's getting electrocuted. And one of you guys will have to refresh my memory because I don't remember the conversation that they're having for some reason. Um, it's just the guy saying um, that he likes pain or whatever. And he's like, and this contraption will take off years of your life. And so this is one oh, year. Yeah, that's and he right. cranks it up to one. And then he's like, Whoa! yeah. I like that's the dial on the machine. As you just yeah, said, for how many lives uh-huh. you want to <laughs> one up roll to fifty. <laughs> <laughs> so he just turns it all the way up, essentially. Well, that's yeah, later. eventually, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, he, he gradually yeah. like goes up because he's torturing the guy, and then he mm-hmm. puts it all the way up to kill him. Well, Tumperdink comes down, yeah, because he cause gets tired off. of him because he's mad that uh, the princess wants to still be with him, and so he's like, "I'm done with this," and he runs down. Yeah. Throws it up to 50, and then everybody's like, oh, not, not 50! 50. <laughs> <laughs> I like the albino when he's first, like, hooking him up, and he's like, rrr, rrr, yeah, this is whatever. Yeah, it has that weird voice, and all of a sudden he just kind of, <clears throat> and then he kind of has a normal voice. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah, Jackson saw him, he was like, what? And then he started talking to him, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Just so funny. It's like a semi spoof on Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the albino is the Igor character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did I tell you I watched that? The Boris Karloff? Yeah. On your mm-hmm. voodoo? 
Oh, it's good, man. You guys should check that out. It's only like an hour long. That's not bad. Yeah, not long yeah. at all. Uh, anyways, they kill him. And then where did they dispose of the body at? They didn't. They left it there. They yeah. just left it there? Mm-hmm. So those guys break in and find it? Is that what happens? Yeah, so... Well, well, they hear the... Just they, at this point in the movie, I was kind of distracted because we had some stuff going on. Oh. Yeah, so they, they basically... He lets out this ungodly scream. Well, so um, Vesic, or uh, Fezic finds Inigo in... Um, cause they're clearing out the, yeah. So they make it a second plot for the princess to get killed on the wedding night. And so, um, Prince Humperdinck is talking to his security chief guy and said, Oh, we received a threat of this. And he goes, I haven't heard anything about that. And he's like, no, there is one of my spies told me about it. So double your men at the gate and clear out the thieves for us. We don't want any problems. So that's where Fezzik, because he's on the brute squad, clearing out the forest finds Inigo and he's drunk and then they're clearing out the forest and then there's the conversation between Princess Buttercup and Prince Humperdinck and then he gets pissed off and then goes and tortures um Wesley. Well and that's and he gets and mad he because hears. she says that my Wesley's gonna come save me mm-hmm. and that I'm in love with him and he's in love with me and so he says well I will send out my four ships. Yeah yeah one north, one south, one west, one east. Mm-hmm. And if he turns up I will let you love him. But yeah. then she basically realizes lies, that, and then yeah. she realizes it's a lie, and so then he gets mad. And yeah, goes, that's where he gets mad to go. Turns do the that. crank up to fifty, and then they hear. And the, in the process, Fezzik and Inigo are trying to find the Black Crusader, the, the Man in Black. Yeah, the Man in Black. Why can't you I don't get that? know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyways, and then they hear the scream, and uh, he's like, "That's where we need to go," and Fezzik's like. Why, why do we need to go there? And he goes, that's the sound of a man who's going to die. That's the sound of true heartache or heartbreak. And yeah. That's the sound my heart made when my father died. And so then they follow the screaming and then kind of get close to where it is. And they find the albino. Yeah. And then um, he goes, uh, Fezzik, uh, jog his memory. Because they ask him where the man in black is. like, oh. And he just walks over. Thunk, knocks him out. <laughs> <laughs> And then that's when he does the whole thing with the sword. Yeah. My sword will guide me where I oh, need to go. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, he's just, praying to his father to yeah. help him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he just like walks right into a tree <laughs> uh-huh. and he leans against it. He's and like, God. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So, and then they go down, and then that's where they discover the body. The body's still on the table. And they're well, like, he's dead. I like before that, even when uh, the prince and the his second command guy are like looking for the, the pit of despair and they walk up to the tree. He's like, where is that stupid knob? And she's like pushing around. Like, there it is. <laughs> but yeah, then they go find the man in black and, uh, they go to take him to magic max. Yes. Or which miracle is max. Miracle that's what max, it is. Which yeah. is Billy crystal. Yep. And, uh, funny thing on that. So, uh, the, uh, the director, Rob Reiner, Rob Reiner, had to actually leave set during that filming period of that because he's Billy Crystal, Billy just, Crystal just had him just in tears like it was physically making Rob Reiner sick. So he finally, he had to leave set and let them finish filming it. He's like, he just couldn't do it. I think most of the lines That's funny were, to me because I don't really think that part's that funny. It's not, I do enjoy the character and he is funny, but he's not that funny. He I, improved a lot. I was going to say, I wonder, uh, that's what I'm guessing is there's probably a lot of well, yeah, improv and he so, probably was just I going mean, off. There's only so much like, you can do. You got to be there to really yeah. appreciate it or yeah. something. But like me watching the movie, like, yeah, that's a funny part of the movie, but it's not that. Funny. I think it, 
I don't know if it has something to do with Billy Crystal in that time frame because my dad loves that See, part of the film. I love Billy Crystal. I mean, so I love I, it too. It's I funny. had a good laugh during it, but like the part where she comes, out, the, the lady comes out and she goes, she, "Liar!" He said, "True love, get away from me, witch." <laughs> I'm not a witch. I'm your wife. And after that, I'm not even sure I want to be that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that back and forth is funny. It's really them. good. Uh, and I like how he just basically he they finally hear the backstory and once he finds out, oh, by reviving him you'd basically be screwing over Prince Humperdinck yeah, and he, ruin his wedding. <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, that's the case, and yeah, I'll help yeah. you. <laughs> so he helps him and gives him this uh, miracle pill, miracle, miracle pill, pill covered in to, chocolate. Yeah, but they have to wait fifteen minutes to give it to him. Yeah. And uh, then it takes a while for him to like. Yeah, pills. thirty minutes after that, and you can't go swimming forty-five minutes after <laughs> taking the pill. <laughs> yeah, and uh, well, and it's funny when they give it to him because they forget how long it's going to take. And I don't know, it's going to well, take a while. They don't forget how long it'll take. He says it'll take fifteen minutes, but he like they say how long has it been? Yeah, and they don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. So they they remember what he says, but they just don't. They yeah. get somehow they like they, they, they did the not go part. far at all. Yeah. Like. They wandered yeah. like two more minutes into the forest, <laughs> and then they immediately get back to the castle. Yeah. So they're like, oh, how long has it been? Oh, I don't know. So they just give it to him. Yeah, and then also immediately he just wakes up, and they're like, oh, that was quick. <laughs> I'm a but quick he healer. <laughs> he can't move any of his limbs or yeah. anything. Uh, I like how uh, he does like use the, the bellows the, yeah. uh-huh. to try to revive him, and he pushes down yeah. on his chest. What's worth living for? Yeah. <laughs> what does he say that it is? To blave. Yeah. To blave. And we all know to blave is to bluff, to lie. You're playing cards and he blaves. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's, that's when, when she runs out. out. He said true love. She just comes out screaming, <laughs> liar! Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so they're back at the castle, and I love how they get into the castle. They basically yeah. just put Andre the Giant on this cart and set him on fire. <laughs> well, I like how they're like, oh, if only we had a, a gallows cloak. And it's like, well, I got this. Where'd you get that? A Miracle Max's. It fits so nice. He said I could keep it. <laughs> <laughs> if only we had a wheelbarrow. Well, Where'd we put the wheelbarrow? Or the wheelbarrow that yeah. Albino had over the Albino. <laughs> <laughs> And I love how they're coming up with the plan. And all of a sudden, uh, Carrie Ells, he goes, why couldn't have any of this been brought up at the first? Yeah. <laughs> Just so funny. Yeah, but I like that effect, too. It doesn't yeah. look good by today's standards. Like, you can tell That's he's not enough. in the room yeah. yes, anymore. Yeah. It's like a... Uh, the face doesn't look like no, Andre the Giant. No, it's just at a all. black no. hole. Yeah, it's, there is something in there, but it's yeah. just like it looks like a piece of carved wood or something. Yeah, like, it doesn't look good. Whatever it is, but I like that scene. Now they just like, oh yeah, it's really good. Wheeling forward, I am the Dread Pirate Roberts. <laughs> I'm, I'm here, here for, for your, your souls. souls. <laughs> <laughs> there will be fire. no survivors. <laughs> oh, just this flaming spirit yeah. coming at everybody. And and I love right before that too how they're finally announcing the princess bride mm-hmm. you know uh princess buttercup, buttercup. and mm-hmm. she comes walking out and all of a sudden you know that one lady boo <laughs> boo <laughs> man so good um what happens after that so then they get to so the they gate. scare everybody away basically yeah everybody runs off except the guy with the key yeah, yeah and right. he's like we need the key to the gate i don't have the key to the gate Physic, rip his arms off. Oh, this, this key. key. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love everyone's reliance on Fezzik. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> they all need him for everything. Uh, so, yeah, they get the key, and they're able to just go inside. And uh, as they're about to, they're trying to find 
Princess Buttercup, essentially. And yeah, just and the six fingered through man. The mm-hmm. halls. Yeah, they're wandering through all the halls and they see the six fingered man. And so Inigo just takes off yeah. after him. And uh, meanwhile, uh, so they finish the wedding. So well, Princess Buttercup is married now yeah. to Prince Humperdinck. Mm-hmm. And they're like, take her to the honeymoon suite or whatever. She's mm-hmm. like, when I get to the honeymoon suite, She's talking to the prince's parents, so the king and the queen, essentially, who are nice to her. Yes. And they're walking down the hallway, and she's like, where are you taking me? Oh, we're taking you to the honeymoon suite. That's just as well. When they get to the honeymoon suite, I will kill myself. (laughs) And the dad just, that's nice. That's nice. (laughs) Yeah. What was that for? She kisses him. What was that for? Oh, you've just always been so kind to me. Hey, did you see that? She kissed me. He just like giggles and walks away. <laughs> yeah. The queen just keeps walking. Yeah. She doesn't care. Uh, well, so, that's, earlier before that, though, there was like one of the most iconic scenes of the movie is where wage. they're sitting there. Marriage oh, yeah. is what yeah. brings us, us here together. today. Love, true love. That is classic. Yeah, I think that if I always forget what that's from. You forget that that's from this movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because people, they do parody that and yeah. stuff. I've seen it in other yeah. things. Uh, and, yeah, for some reason, it's, like, vivid in my mind, the guy's face and everything. But I was watching it, and I had one of those moments where it's just like, that's what this uh-huh. is from. <laughs> like, before he said a word, I saw his face in those yeah. robes, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's what that's from? <laughs> oh, man. So, See, yeah. for some reason, I always thought it was from Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and then it showed up on this one. I was like, that's right. It is on this movie. Yeah. So at least you knew what actor's movie it was from. <laughs> yes. To me, I couldn't remember what movie it was from, period. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're married, and she's on her way to the honeymoon suite. And then uh, they're they're going door to door or whatever, and they see the six-fingered man, and so mm-hmm. Inigo Montoya takes off. And uh, for some reason, that makes me want to think of Tony Montana. Yeah. From Scarface. I have not seen that. <laughs> what? Yeah, I haven't seen Scarface. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to lose it right now, dude. That's so crazy. You know, it's funny. A sneak peek into the upcoming episode, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so a guy I work with, um, I told him that I have not seen Scarface. Uh, Goodfellas. Dude, what are you doing with your life? Um, <laughs> I have not seen, what's, what's Casino? That's the other. I haven't seen Casino. Um, and then the, what's the three movies, uh, that came out like right with Scarface, uh, the mobster ones, the Godfather. Godfathers. Yeah. I've yeah. not seen any of those. And he immediately had the same reaction. He was like, <laughs> what? He was like, are you kidding me? How have you not seen these movies? I was like, I just never seen him. He goes, all right. Homework assignment over the weekend. I was like, I'm not going to watch all those movies <laughs> I'll watch over the every weekend. Every Saw and every Fast and the Furious, but I won't watch Scarface. I never said I Goodfellas. won't. I just have not. <laughs> I got the two towers to watch. <laughs> hey, those are good though. Hey, They're it's father daughter viewing. I'm introducing the movie's Katie. Good, man, the movie's good. <laughs> yeah, we, we just poo poo the amount of time it takes to watch yeah. those movies. I'm not saying it's why do you not think good. I'm doing part one movie. and part two? <laughs> Two hours each one. Good heavens. Anyways. <laughs> so anyway, he takes off down the hallway to chase yeah. down the six-fingered man. And 
He runs into a room and locks it, and he immediately like hits the door. Fezzik! Just slamming his shoulder into this door, like trying to get in there because he's yeah. so worried the guy's uh-huh. gonna get away. And yeah, he's just Fezzik, where are you? What I need you. Fezzik, I need, I need you now. And he's just so, like, Well, I cannot. I am holding him. <laughs> he just puts him on a suit of armor. Yeah, he puts <laughs> just wraps his arms around. Hold the on, waist you stay here. <laughs> and he goes to help him, and he just walks down the hallway, and just punches, punches the it. door, and it just falls over. <laughs> The whole door. And then he goes, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> like how he goes back to get uh, Wesley and he just gets to the body of armor and he's just like looking mm-hmm. around like, where'd he go? He just kind of <laughs> shrugs his shoulders. He's gone. He just kind of shrugs his shoulders and then it just cuts off. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see him again until the end. Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they don't. even say that. It's like, so where did Fezzik go? I don't know. I thought he was with you. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. And then right after that, you do hear him, you know, calling for him. But, yeah. So the princess gets to the honeymoon, the honeymoon suite. suite. She goes inside, and she picks up a knife, and she's going to stab herself in the heart. Yeah. And uh, there's a like, lot of nice breasts in this world. No, there's Those not perfect, many perfect oh, that's breasts right. in this there's world. Not. It'd be a real shame to ruin yours. <laughs> <laughs> and she turns around, recognizing the voice. Oh, Wesley, or whatever. And she runs yeah. over and starts... Kissing him. Why, are you, why won't you hold me? <laughs> gently. Gently. She goes, why are you saying gently? He lifts him up. Gently. <laughs> then drops his head. <laughs> uh, so then uh, it goes back to Inigo Montoya, who was chasing the six-fingered man through all these rooms and stuff. Uh, finally, the six-fingered man pulls a dagger out of his boot mm-hmm. and waits for him to come down the stairs, throws it, and gets him right in the gut. Basically in the, the stomach, gut, yeah. In the stomach, yeah. And... Uh, which takes the the wind and the sails out of Inigo Montoya, and he's like leaning against the wall, thinking now he's dead. He's basically yeah. just gonna die, and uh, so the guy. Well, and he even rubs it in his face. Yeah, Have you been chasing me your whole life. Oh, yeah, well, this is such scars. a sad scene because yeah, he sees the scars <laughs> on his face uh-huh. and is like, "You remind me of this boy. Are you with the same boy that I taught that lesson to back uh-huh. all those years mm-hmm. ago?" And is talking to him about it, and so he starts to say the. The thing. Yeah. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. And uh, he's like slowly getting up. And so he walks over with the sword and goes to like stab him. Mm-hmm. And he deflects the first one into his shoulder. And then the next one into the arm that he's holding the sword uh-huh. with. So he's been stabbed <laughs> twice and he has this gut stab wound or whatever. And uh, says it again. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. And he, he just, just like, keeps on saying it yeah, over, he just but says he gets it over and over more and bolder over every time he's saying it. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the one time where he yells, Hello! My name is You killed my father. Prepare to die. And he ends up stabbing him in the shoulder and in the arm, just like he was stabbed. Uh-huh. And then he cuts the two, uh, both sides of his yeah. cheeks, giving him the same scars, and baits him into lunging at him again before he finally... Yeah. Well, he, when he's cutting, she goes, uh, give me everything I asked for. Give oh, me yeah. money. Give me power. Yeah, offer me money. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you however much you want. Give me... Yeah, yeah give me power. Give me power. And, okay. And then he goes, give, give me, me everything I asked for. <laughs> yeah. Mm. You can okay. have whatever you anything. want. Anything you want. Give me back my father, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just stabs him. So through. Man. At him. Yeah, he, at it's that point, so he good. lunges at him and he stabs him. Yeah. That is awesome, yeah. Dude, that's such... I even remember as a kid, like, that was a powerful line right there. Mm-hmm. The way he delivers it and the camera angle looking into his face. And for, I knew semi, that was, for basically a romantic comedy of a movie, that's a pretty, kind of a heavy scene. Yeah, a it bit. is a little heavy scene, yeah. I remember watching I that as a kid. And then when I was watching it with Jackson, the kids there, and 
Like, I didn't know if Ashley would be upset if he hears that because he's picking up on some bad words now. And so... <laughs> Wonder where he's getting those from. His grandpa. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so then... That part's That's com- what I would say to you. <laughs> <laughs> Shush. <laughs> but, <laughs> I have a funny story after we're not recording. But, uh, so I get into that and I'm kind of looking at Ashley because I don't think she remembered and then... He says that, and then Ashley's like, Ugh. like her face is just like, I hope he doesn't repeat that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think one of the reasons why that scene has so much weight to it and sticks with you is because at this point in the movie, there's no swearing. He's essentially the secondary character in yeah. the film, mm-hmm. and you've, he's really endeared himself to the audience because you, when you meet him, he's a criminal, right? Yeah. He's one of the villains and a drunk essentially. Yeah. But then you find out he really he doesn't want to be killing this princess. He's just doing it for the money so mm-hmm. that he can try to find the guy who killed his dad. So essentially he's... He's been going on this for 20 years. Yeah, so... And also, he's like an honorable man. Like, he won't just knock... He won't just throw rocks at Wesley to knock him (laughs) off the wall. You know what I mean? He waits for him to climb up there. He lets him catch his breath. Or he helps him climb up. Then he helps... Lets him catch his breath. And then has an honorable duel with him. You know what I mean? And so he's just... he's You just like him. He's a good guy. He's charismatic in the role also. So by the time he gets his revenge you're rooting for him mm-hmm. yeah so and it looks like he's not going to get his revenge because he's you know, yeah, throwing knife to the gut essentially so yeah. see it's been a while since i've seen this for some reason i i it's thought not- he died at the end of the movie i thought he got his <laughs> revenge and died i don't know why i huh. but for he some, does not you know i, but. I don't know why this popped into my head but one of you said the word stabbed and it just reminded me of sunny you know what you get, Charlie? You get fork stabbed. You stab him in the shoulder with that fork. Just there. <laughs> oh, man. It's too it's funny. So I'll good. show you after this. It's hilarious. <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so then it cuts back, and the Prince Humperdinck shows up to the honeymoon suite. Yeah, because he was going to go and kill uh, Princess Buttercup anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And he gets there and uh, sees Wesley in bed with mm-hmm. Princess Buttercup or whatever. And so now he's going to kill them both, essentially. And <laughs> he so, goes, uh, duel to the death. No, to the pain. I don't believe I've heard that one before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let me explain it to you. It means that I'm going to cut off your feet at, the, at your heels. I'll cut off your hands at the wrists and your nose. And... <laughs> I'll poke out both of your eyes. I guess I've heard this one, and then you'll cut off both my ears. No, your ears you keep. (laughs) (laughs) So you can hear the ungodly screams. (laughs) Of every child and every woman who ever sees the horror that you are, essentially, yeah, when you walk into a room, and that's what you'll have to keep you comfort or whatever. And so that is enough to, like, scare him out of wanting to duel him. He just, like, sit in that chair. Okay. Well, I like how he, he grabs he his little tunic and just says, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he immediately stands up and he goes, now put down your sword. And yeah. he just goes, he very drops the sword. Now sit in that chair. And then he goes and just sits. Yeah. Tie and him then, up. And so yeah. she goes, as tight as you want. Yeah, as tight as you <laughs> want. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then they, they come running in and I can't remember what they say, but eventually Humperdinck looks over and goes, I knew it was a fake. <laughs> well, he goes to uh, kind of walk in. Yeah, he stumbles. He kind of stumbles he falls again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he okay. He a bed frame. Yeah. He's like, Whoa. He goes, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And then, well, yeah. And then, the, <laughs> then they came in and uh, they said something. I can't remember what, but they end up saying something. He goes, I knew it. I knew it was a fake. You guys, yeah. I, I could have taken you. Yeah. <laughs> As he's tied up. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. hey, yeah, and then uh, 
And he goes there and he goes, where's uh, Fezzik? Uh, yeah, Fezzik. And he goes, I don't know. I thought it was, he was with you. I thought he was with you. And then you hear, an eagle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go over to the window. I found these four white horses in the stable. And there's four of us. <laughs> well, and if then, we get the lady. Hello, lady. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, hi, pretty lady. <laughs> oh, man. So good. And then they all jump out the window and the princess goes first. And it's kind of sad. This is towards the end of Andre's life and couldn't really do much. And so they actually had to lower her with cables into his arms for that shot. Hmm. Yeah. Because the plan was that she would actually jump into his arms. I'm pretty sure that earlier in the movie when he's carrying her, he's not carrying her either. Because on the boat, he carries her while she's like unconscious Mm -hmm. onto the boat. Yeah. And I was trying to pay attention because I didn't know exactly. You had said that before we... Yeah, you know, started watching the movie this week. And so I was watching for when he was carrying her. So that's yeah. the scene I thought it was. And it doesn't look like it's her. It's like a mannequin yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah, a little dummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks pretty good. Yep. I mean, in the background, I didn't catch it. Tell. So, yeah. yeah. Like, I was specifically paying attention. Yeah. That's the only reason I caught it. Yeah. But, uh, then I was looking at the horse, and I was like, how is that horse going to carry Andre? And then you <laughs> see some guy, like, bolster up his shoulders as a riding weight. You That's, see him go through there, and he's I rewound that part because I was like, wait a second, what? And I rewound <laughs> that part, and it's going again, and I'm like, yeah, that's not Andre on that horse. Yeah. <laughs> Just average-sized dude uh-huh. with, like, puffy jacket. <laughs> I didn't notice that at all. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, it's funny. Well, and that's, he would have killed that horse. <laughs> uh, before uh, Inigo and... Uh, and uh, Cariel's character before they jump out the window, he ends up offering offering Inigo the well, yeah, because dreaded pirate uh, persona. Have you considered what you're going to do after this? No, I haven't. I think you'd make a terrific trip. Well, because yeah, Inigo's talking about how he got his revenge and now he doesn't know what to do with his life. He spent so long looking for him. He's like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. So then, yeah, he offers Dread Pirate Roberts to him. Yeah. Which I assume is what happens. He becomes the next Dread Pirate Roberts. Yeah. yeah. And I assume Fezzik goes with him because they're best friends. Yeah. <laughs> they have to. <laughs> so then it cuts back to the um, Ben Savage. And, yeah. Or Fred Savage. Fred Savage. Fred Savage. Fred Savage. And uh, his grandfather, who's now censoring him from the final kiss. Yeah. The <laughs> and he's like, why are you stopping? Oh, it's just more kissing stuff you don't like. And he's like, oh, it's not so bad. You can finish reading it. So he's like, there were... There you were know, five kisses recorded. It's the greatest kisses yeah, of all time. Yeah. This one was way ahead of it. This was number one. Yeah. So that's basically the end. I assume he gets better and isn't sick anymore after that. Yeah. <laughs> well, the kid asks the grandpa, you you can come back tomorrow and read this story to me again. Yeah, and grandpa, as grandpa, you wish. Yep. And then he falls asleep. For like 30, 40 years, and when he wakes up, Deadpool's reading him a story for some reason. <laughs> and he's tied to his bed. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's too funny. Uh, I never did see the PG 13 version of. I had it. Yeah. Is, I bought both versions. <laughs> does that play a significant part in that version? Uh, not really. It's basically just a storytelling mechanism for them to be able to skip over all the gory. And like I didn't know there was a PG-13 movie. Yeah, it's Once Upon a Deadpool. Oh, and it's Deadpool it 2, okay. just PG-13. Okay. So, so basically they just take out any F-words. Yeah. And Half the movie. You, you've seen the movie, right? <laughs> yeah. I've so seen, like yeah. the scene where at the beginning where he's killing all the the triads and yeah. stuff like that, that's censored. 
some of it. You still see some so, yeah. of the deaths and stuff in the movie. Does parts but some of, of the, the gorier ones aren't in it? Does, t- does parts of the movie like do they cut back to him reading yeah, the story to Ben Savage? I mean, <laughs> anytime Savage? something extremely graphic or something yeah. is about to happen, they cut back to avoid that. <laughs> so, like when the guy goes into the wood chipper, it cuts back. You know what I mean? So you don't actually see that. Uh, and I'm sure That's they make funny. some some oh, kind yeah, they of make joke. A joke about it. Okay. You know? And the whole time Fred Savage is just tied yeah, up he's to the, in bed. the bed. He's tied in the bed just <laughs> listening to him read the story. That's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. So I got a little bit of trivia for you. Okay. So uh, in some of the scenes when they're filming this in England, it was like super cold. And for Robin Wright, she was uncomfortable and super cold. So Andre yeah. would just go over and put his hand on her head to keep her warm. Because <laughs> it was like basically an umbrella. That, you could tell it was cold because there was one scene where they were talking you and you breath. could see the breath coming yeah. out. One thing I really liked about this movie of how much of it is just a set. Yeah. Like the, the fight between Dread Pirate Roberts and Diego Mont- and mm-hmm. it, Diego Montoya is just a set. Like it has like the painted backdrop yeah. and stuff like that. And that I, looks cool. I like that about this movie because it's a story. It's a fairy tale. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I kind of like that some of the environments yeah. look faker, you know, mm-hmm. I think it adds to the well, feel of the movie. And also just because it's a story inside a movie taking place, it kind of, it blends itself to the plot line. I don't mind it at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, I think it yeah. adds to the film. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. It's really cool. Um, so Manny Patinkin claims that the only injury he sustained during the entire filming of the movie was a bruised rib due to his um, stifling his laughter with uh, Billy Crystal in that scene. Hmm. Um, so apparently he was just knocking him out <laughs> left and right. Director can't See? do it. <laughs> Manny Patinkin can't do it. Well, in this one I like too. This one kind of just goes to the character of Andre Giant, Andre the Giant and the stuff that he went through. But he said uh, when he asked about the favorite thing about making this film was he said, without skipping a beat, nobody looks at me. He felt treated as an equal without people staring at him because of his grand height. Yeah. And he would call everyone boss because mm-hmm. then they would not feel so intimidated by his huge size. Yeah. She just is. He is a big boy. Yeah. You know, it's kind of sad he didn't get that surgery done to stop his gland because, like, he thought he was going to shrink, which yeah. is not the case, which is unfortunate. He just couldn't figure that out. He could have lived a lot longer. That's probably true. No, it is actually true. Oh, all right. <laughs> they said he could have easily gone another 20 years. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, there, were, So there were no shrieking eels in the original novel. Instead, once Buttercup jumps overboard to escape her captors, Vizini just warns her of sharks in the water. Huh. And fills a cup with his own blood and throws it in the water to attract him. <laughs> <laughs> That's some psychopath stuff right there, man. That's awesome. Oh man. Uh, yeah. So, Carrie Eels and Manny, Manny Patinkin perform all of their own sword fighting. After many hours of training, according to Rob Reiner, the only stunt performed by Patinkin's stunt double was the flip during the. Chatty duelists yeah. scene. Yeah. Oh. Liam Neeson auditioned for the role of Fezzik. Yeah. That would have been <laughs> But director Rob Reiner scoffed when he heard that Neeson's height was only six foot four. <laughs> Dang, he's that big? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Huh. And then Andre the Giant had an ATV to take him everywhere on set because he couldn't walk for very long periods of time. I could see that. Apparently, Mark Knopfler only agreed to write the music for the movie under the condition that Rob Reiner put the hat that he wore in the This Is Spinal Tap 
1984 film in the movie, and it's in the grandson's bedroom. <laughs> That's funny. And then the uh, two uh, places that Florin and Gilder, yeah, Florin yeah. and Gilder were actually Dutch colonies or uh, Dutch currencies. Currencies, yeah. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was offered the role of Fezzik. I was extremely interested in taking the role, but mm. I was unable to because shooting conflicted with his NBA schedule. Hmm. And then Uma Thurman auditioned for the role of Buttercup, but she was deemed too exotic looking for the part. I could see that. So Christopher Guest plays a count in this film. He's actually a baron in real life. Hmm. <laughs> and then Uma Thurman auditioned for the role of Buttercup, but she was deemed too exotic. I wasn't paying attention to you. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Gosh. That also goes back to our Karate Kid episode. I, I was know. looking at stuff. <laughs> uh, Fred Savage never met Carrie Ells during the filming of the movie. Courtney Cox and Meg, Meg Ryan also auditioned for Princess hmm. Buttercup. Hey, Christopher can... Reeve auditioned for the role of Wesley. Hey, did you guys know Courtney Cox and Meg Ryan auditioned for that? <laughs> I'm just doing it on purpose. <laughs> uh, William Goldman claimed that Carrie Fisher was the ideal choice for Buttercup. No, yeah. interesting. She would have been the most beautiful woman in the world for me. There would have worked out perfectly. This is included in the thousand one movies you need to see before you die. So I would agree with that. Yeah, everyone has to see it now, otherwise they can't die. <laughs> it's the rules. But uh, that's about all I got for this film, yeah. other than it is awesome. <laughs> so Buttercup is only referred to on screen by name. Uh, she's accredited as the Princess Bride. Hmm. Also the name of the movie. Yeah. Oh, boy. This would have been bad. Whoopi Goldberg campaigned for the role of Princess Buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against Whoopi Goldberg. She's a good actress, but that would not have been good. <laughs> you know, not every role is meant for anybody. <laughs> Here you go. Shortly after the ascent of the Cliffs of Insanity, Fezzik tells Montoya to never tr- or to not trust anyone in a mask. Andre played a masked wrestler named Giant Machine at one time in WWF who was a heel and could not be trusted. <laughs> uh, so the original budget for this movie, we forgot to go over this. Oh, uh, yeah. was uh, $16 million estimated. And opening weekend, it made 207000 Ooh. Wait, what a minute. Yeah, opening weekend, it did not do well. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but in its gross, but it made $30, 30 million and worldwide. Whoa, what? Yeah, it made some good money. Yeah, but so gross USA was thirty million eight fifty seven. Uh, worldwide thirty million eight eighty one. So it only made an extra thirty thirty two thousand dollars. Hmm. No, it's more than no. thirty, but it's like thirty four. So yeah, thirty four thousand. Thirty four. Yeah, only an extra thirty four thousand. So, so it did not do well overseas at all. Hmm. Inter opening weekend international was three thousand bucks. Australia did three. Uh, yeah, international gross was $23,000. Dang. That's Spain, surprising for such a classic movie. Spain did 14, Australia was 3, France was 3, United Kingdom was 1400, New Zealand $79. <laughs> <laughs> was its total gross. That's a total of what? That's not even a whole Back movie. Back then, I would say what, 10 people no. went and saw it. 
12 people. Oh, yeah. How much do you think movie tickets I mean, were back then? Like five bucks? Five bucks, yeah. yeah probably. So, so yeah, 15 people. You know, 15 yeah. people went and saw That's not even a whole theater. <laughs> yeah. They probably Dang. didn't even all go to one screen. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Dang, that's surprising. Oh, here you go. Opening weekend by country, Spain, $1. Wow. wow. One oh. person went and saw it in Spain. <laughs> For a dollar, what a bargain. I know, right? (laughs) So, very interesting. So, in the the rock scene where um, Dread Pilot Roberts is climbing up and and he goes there, he's like trying to help him. Like, what if I give you my word as a Spaniard? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I have known too many Spaniards. That's right. I forgot he said that. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, this has been an excellent movie adventure. Yeah, it has. Excellent! Is, it is excellent. Uh, so you should definitely Good check it out. Good choice of words in Italian. Yep. You should definitely check it out if you haven't yet. It's awesome. Definitely worth your time. Uh, if Well, I guess that's all we got. Yeah. 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 Follow us on Instagram. Facebook. Yep. Facebook and Twitter. Twitter. Excellent Movie Pod. Yeah. Excellent Movie Pod on Twitter. Everything else is Excellent Movie Adventures. Send us an email if you want to. Excellent, Excellent movie, movie adventures, adventures at gmail.com. Yeah. Hit us up. Send us some mail. Hate or otherwise. <laughs> if it's about Zach, I'll read it on here. <laughs> you say this every week. But we don't get it because everyone loves you. Everybody <laughs> loves me, so you're not going to get it. Oh, man. Too funny. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see you guys all next week. Bye-bye. Ciao. Excellent. Excellent. Got a second one in there.